0: gentlemen boys and girls and children of all ages welcome to episode 42 of the fumble recovery fantasy football podcast where we're breaking down everything from week 10 from a fantasy perspective i've actually got a bit of an interesting um, episode lined up i'm going to be quizzing you guys to see how well you were following everything that was happening in the world of fantasy football definitely a lot of surprises in terms of rb1s titan ones rb2s that kind of thing so Let's see how much attention you were paying and how that might dictate uh, your thoughts on certain players for the rest of the season. But anyway, with me to break it all down, first of all, we have Paul. Evening all. We have Mo. Giddy up. And Chigs. Hey, hey. So, uh, first of all, lads, I'll start with you, Paul. How's your fantasy football week been?
1: <sighs> Not good. I lost the legs I wanted to win. One was less. I, I, I don't know. I had, a, I had a fairly even mix, actually. I won one time lost some. I had a disappointing win in uh, one league I really wanted to win, it was predicted to win. And uh, Drew Bees went off injured, and everything else I did was wrong as well.
0: <laughs> Mo,
1: how's your fantasy week?
2: Not too bad. I lost, uh, lost by one point in one of my leagues. That's the only frustrating thing. Freaking Alan Robinson couldn't get me um, anything in the second half. Um, I'm, granted, Moss didn't do much. And then I had David Carr. But other than that, yeah, not too bad. I think everything else was victorious.
3: Derek Carr, do you mean?
2: Oh yeah, Derek Carr.
0: <laughs> cool. Chiggs.
3: Um yeah, mixed bag. Obviously, um unfortunately lost narrowly in the end, as it turned out to you. I'm here in T B C but I've got a bit yep. of a cushion, so that's that's not too bad. I think the main result for me that um was quite good, I beat cash by point two eight this week. Oh, ho, ho, ho. He came down to a straight up shootout between Thielen and Jefferson last night, and um, yeah, just about came out ahead. So take that.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. And yep, I won't mention that I beat Chigs in two leagues. Um, You know, it's not that kind of person. I wouldn't mention that sort of thing or ever ever talk about. It's a decent thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, I
3: blacked out the uh, the illegal contact result. That was a terrible, (laughs) terrible.
0: yeah now i think this was one of my best fantasy weeks i think i won six of nine but of them two i want to lose in because i'm rebuilding so there's always a danger that you might win in
1: those and you're like no i want the early picks. so man um, you have the sickest brags
3: like i, I literally
1: i wasn't even trying to win and i still
3: won oh no 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 to... I, I, I,
0: gladly yeah. i got two leagues i'm rebuilding in and i'm trying to go for that 101 obviously not tanking just putting the best team i can but uh I lost in both, so that was good.
3: I see I somehow ended up with a five and five record in the league where I was trying to get performance you know, <laughs> on the plus of the playoffs. <laughs> it's really, really really weird. So if I beat Amir next week. I think I move into playoff playoff spots, but yeah.
0: That's right. And Paul will be hoping for that because he's after the number one seed. So, so um, yeah. we're number one and two on that. So uh right, this was a bit of a crazy week for fantasy um in a lot of positions from what I've seen. So let me run through a few players for you. See if you can guess the two players running backs we're gonna start with. Which of these two were not RB ones this week? So you've got Wayne Goldman, Malcolm Brown, Salvon Ahmed, Kareem Hunt, and JD McKissick. And this is point five PPR as we have in our um TBC league. So, so I,
3: I was good because I had him yeah, on Wayne, my bench in a couple of leagues. Yeah. So Wayne Went Gorman definitely, I think he had a touchdown, so he'll yeah, probably he make solid. it. one I think Salvan Ahmed had a good week because I think I saw him on Mo's bench in one of our yeah. leagues. <laughs> yeah I've never, yeah, Hunt, actually, uh, never heard of it. Hunt Hunt had, had a bad one. Had a good week because I think Ame you started him against me in a league. Yep. Um Who's think...
1: mentioned he didn't.
3: Kareem did Kareem, Hunt, yeah, Kareem Kareem Hunt,
2: Hunt. He didn't have a good game. Yeah.
3: But he wasn't. He wasn't terrible. That's the thing. So who who was there? Who else was on the list?
0: Wayne Goldman, Malcolm Brown, Salvan Ahmed, Kareem Hunt, J.D. McKissick.
3: And it was it, one McKissick,
2: it's McKissick and Hunt because uh, McKissick oh, I, I know did Hunt, garbage. Yeah. Well, actually, McKissick did all right with receiving, but no. I know Hunt for sure is not on that list because he did terrible.
3: Yeah, Chuck- I think I think. It- it's gonna be
2: Hunt and Malcolm Brown. Yeah, Hunt, Malcolm Brown or McKissick. Hunt for sure. So you think Hunt did terrible?
3: No, I don't
2: think he, 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 he was terrible. terrible. I, I, Nick I, I,
0: compare, I think run running back one receiver uh, numbers. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. So Kareem Hunt finished as the RB thirteen. So well guessed. Uh, but I would just raise that he had one hundred and four rushing yards. On oh, i didn't even, I, didn't, I didn't realize you did that yeah. good huh and yeah, you
3: did a terrible game it just wasn't you know if he had had a touchdown it would obviously have been I,
1: to be honest I don't think he had a bad game I was just thinking it's some others had some really good games yeah. Some yeah others were a little bit exceptional that you weren't you don't really expect i think most of you
0: did guess this correctly so JD mckissick was the rB 15 so it wasn't the rb1 but one thing i would like to raise and this is going to be my first sort of um topic of discussion. JD McKissick had 15 targets in the passing game. Yeah. One five. That that that's more than probably Mike Evans and Chris Godwin combined. Um <laughs> you know, with a quarterback that is gonna look for those dump offs. Is is that someone you you'd feel comfortable riding for the rest of the season, given Alex Smith's likely to be the quarterback now?
3: As an audio or flex yeah for sure like i think given the running back landscape um so there's just in ppr for sure the, the catching prowess i think definitely elevates him right
0: yeah i mean in um in ppr he would have got over 20 points i think because he's wow. got seven seven receptions he's got a, a rushing touchdown 43 yards in reception so in 0.5 PPR, he doesn't make RB1. I'd be very surprised if he's not an RB1 in full PPR, which a lot of leagues are. And then an, an, mm. another name who narrowly missed RB1 status for this week was Kalen Balazs. Now, no know Austin Eckler's on his way back, but Justin Jackson's been put on IR. Josh Kelly, I just don't think they really trust. And Tremaine Pope. So considering we're at that stage where people are fighting for playoff spots in a lot of leagues Kalen Ballard, someone you feel comfortable putting in in your leagues and again he had six targets five receptions uh, just for the next game Eckler should be back for the Buffalo
2: game um, He's a, he, he'd be a great streamer um I made the mistake of starting Pope over Ballard in one of my leagues that I have Eckler on IR um but unlock I still won but uh yeah I, I think he's solid till uh Eckler comes back
3: I I think that's the thing. I think once Eckler comes back into that offense, I think he's going to be very, very good for you. So if you manage to hold on to him or if you can get traded for him. Yeah. uh, So
2: let me ask you guys this question then. Um, uh, Waiver-wise, priority-wise, who would you be taking? Um, Balaj, McKissick, Ahmed. I'm going to throw in Hines in the the mix because Hines had a great game on Thursday. Yeah, he really did, didn't he? Waiver priority wise, who would be taking? How would you rank those three it, for the rest of so the season? Um again? You got Belage. Well, Grant, he's only got a one week. You can only use him for one more week, probably. But Belage, yeah. uh, Ahmed with Miami, who who turned up two good, great, two, well, a great game um, as the bell cow. Um Hines, and McKissick.
1: Is it PPL? going forward,
2: uh, Half PPR rest of the season, or even PPR for that matter.
1: I'll, I'll be McKissick
0: first. Okay. So it's it's a PPR top- McKissick because yeah. I think he's going to get at least 10 targets a game from Alex Smith
3: I think, I think the, the thing with Hines is obviously I think their schedule is actually quite nice um, It
0: is You know But does that open things up for um, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor and Jordan Wilkins more than Hines?
3: Problem, right? like, I think it's a bit messy obviously Taylor got benched in the after the fumbles and stuff um yeah, it's, it's probably McKissick edges it for me, just because I think he's gonna be that pass catching guy from Alex Smith.
2: And who's number two? Are you take Heinz or you take uh, I mean I've I've been impressed with this Imed kid. Yeah, he
1: was really he I watched that game, I love that game, he was quite he looked pretty good actually, but what I
0: would say is while he's looked good, um I think Miles Gaskin is back soon, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's the concern. So that, that's the risky one. Um, just a few other players who were in and around that late, uh, well, early RB2 numbers. Um, some of the more familiar names. Damian Harris, again, rushed for 121 yards. I think he's looked pretty good. James Robinson rushed for 109 yards. Miles Sanders uh, rushed for 85, uh, but he also had a couple of catches as well. Um, Boston Scott at a good game, but largely helped by that big, big run. Any of these players that you might be trade for, if you think you'll win now, that could put you over the edge or in, in your so, redraft?
3: I've got um Damon Harris, obviously, in TTC. At the uh, start of this week, TH was on the um, bar. Yeah. David Johnson, but I'm very comfortable to fight uh, on a weekly basis because I think Yep,
0: and then um, Mo, another player I'd like to get your thoughts on Ronald Jones. Um, and you know, not not to raise that he ran all oh, over the Panthers, but he had 192 rushing yards. You thought yeah. after the fumble that they might yeah. drop him, but um, they didn't. They gave him more of the rock. How much That's... would you trust someone like Ronald Jones?
2: Um, honestly, I'm, I wouldn't be trusting him much uh, to actually win you in the playoffs. I think as a streamer with bye weeks and all that coming up, I think he's a solid plug-in option. Um, yeah. One thing I was totally shocked by after the fumble, they kept him in. That that was that was shocking in my opinion. But you, uh, you you'd put him as an RB
1: two, wouldn't you? You'd have him as your, your second.
2: Um, I I think I think moving into the playoffs, I think the, I think the the schedule gets a little tougher then. Yeah, um, pa- Panthers is where our defense, we have no defense. So I can see him putting up those numbers against us. Um, he, yeah, he, he just found the holes and hit him hard. He's, I think he's faster of him and Fournette, but Fournette's
0: the more powerful back. Yeah, valid. And then I'm going to ask you, Mo, again, because you've got both of these in one of the league. Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds um, finished with 11 and a half and 11 points, respectively. <laughs> um kenyan drake actually rushed for 100 yards exact and also had one one catch for nine whereas chase edmonds 56 on the ground and um 21 through the air who would you rather trust let's say the next uh, few weeks
2: i'll i'll tell you that i think edmonds has the higher uh has the lower floor um from what i've seen all week uh all all year yeah. Um. Uh, however, I think Kenyon Drake Drake can can have that monster game that I don't think Edmonds can have on his own. Um, like uh, unless he's on his own. Um. So I mean, that's a coin flip, man. I hate to say it. Um. I think I think you'll play it up based on defenses. If if you're going up a solid run defense, I would chart. I would start Edmonds. If you have a more porous run defense, I would probably go with Drake.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> probably- I thought you just fired a gun or something there, Paul. <laughs> Chuck, I was wondering what that was all about. Okay, so we'll move on to receivers then. Um, Cole Beasley, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs. Who do you think was the number one wide receiver on the week? I
2: mean, I, I kind of know this, but that's from looking it up yesterday. Uh, Beasley, just because... Yeah, he's on he's on the top target on the waiver wires and all that. So, I mean, I wouldn't trust
0: him, but I, uh, I guess I'm kind of cheated because I looked at these stats yesterday. Okay. I mean, Beasley's been pretty good most of the season. I don't think he's had many down games, particularly in PPR. Why do you think he's not respected in fantasy community as much?
2: I, I, I would say because of having Josh Allen back there, for one, um, and then you have Diggs and Brown who I think he I think Josh Allen looks more to um but I would say it's more of the quarterback play if anything and i mean Beatley's always been that slot guy i don't think he's ever been you know you know a wide receiver one ever in a season um he's always you know wide receiver two at best
1: i think it's like, Diggs it's just a competition yeah
3: personally yeah yeah, i think Diggs is clearly the top guy there um so, you know, if he's drawing the main guy, it gives Beasley a bit of more um, space underneath. I think he's a very solid guy. You can plug and play, you know, um, on a weekly basis.
2: I can tell you guys to all get get start up your uh, McCaffin locket starters uh, next week because Arizona just could not stop anything.
0: Yeah, it was a very entertaining game to watch. The end was. Um, phenomenal as well the, the, that that Hail Mary throw and that Nuke catch was just outrageous so
3: uh, um, um, Stefan Diggs touchdown as well was really nice
0: yeah uh, it, was. it was really, really cool it. end to the game actually
3: yeah it's good really good game
0: and then I'm going to ask Brandon Ayuk Devontae Adams Nuke Hopkins and Juju who do you think had the most targets or who do you think the two with the most targets out of those four were?
1: So who well, the, the four
0: So Nuke Hopkins, Devonte Adams, Ayuk, and Juju. Devonte Adams is gonna be last, is
3: uh, Yeah, I'm gonna say Nuke had probably about eight to ten targets, maybe.
2: I think I think you're right about right. Um, I, I presume yeah. Ayuk did. I don't know, just 'cause I I- no one there was no one else to throw to. I would think.
3: Probably say between
2: Ayuk and Juju. Oh, Juju had I, I didn't even think I didn't think Juju had many, but I'm not sure. Okay,
3: so of right, the
0: four, Ayuk had fourteen targets, <clears throat> of which he caught seven for seventy-five. Um, Juju had thirteen targets. Oh wow, I didn't realize it was that. So, high. And, and I was going to bring up Juju as next player because I think he had a disappointing start to the season, but the last few weeks. I'm uh, just gonna try and bring up his game log in terms of points. So, 23 points last game, 22 the week before, 15 the week before that, 19 the week before that.
3: Do he's the most Jiu- wide receiver in in Pittsburgh now. On a weekly basis, you know, you know what pretty much what his floor is there.
0: Yeah, and I think he's been getting more targets than the likes of Deontay and even Claypool. Um, there as well I mean yeah Claypool had 10 Deontay had 11 who do you rather start out of these three in a PPR basis Paul the Steelers receivers uh, Gigi yeah it's clearly Gigi yeah,
3: yeah. I, I agree I think See, for, John me, I think it,
0: I think for me it's still Claypool yeah. on the basis I think he's going to get more red zone looks because of his body then he's got more touchdown upside So while Juju and Deontay will probably get more targets in the passing game. Maybe. The
1: trouble with that is it's a little bit hit and miss, right? You know, you can easily get get more volatility, less consistency with that.
3: Claypool had a game against Tennessee where he scored negative 0.2. You know, Houston, he got 2.65 first game in the season. I know it's early on in the season, but... He's got the upside, but then he's also got a very, very low floor, right? Especially if Deontay Johnson ends up taking more targets away.
2: What's up what's up with Connor? Connors.
0: James Connor. Um yeah. He'll be back. They're just not able to establish that run game at the moment, having to hmm. rely on Ben a lot more, aren't they? I mean, Ben threw for four touchdowns. And uh, you know, just they got it done through the air. Uh, I think they dominated that game throughout. But yeah, you're right. James Connor's just been a bit disappointing again, hasn't he, the last yeah. few weeks?
3: Well, you've got, they've got Baltimore and Washington coming up after Jacksonville. You know, it's just a good run defenses. And then you've got Indianapolis in the uh, week. So if you make it to the championship game, that's a pretty tough run defense to go up against.
0: Any anyone buying or even forget buying, if you had him, would you feel comfortable starting Willie Sneed? I think he was wide receiver <laughs> five on the week. So nope. he was wide receiver eight. But he seems to be getting Lash. a lot of targets in the red zone, isn't he? Yeah, it's cause, cause I
1: keep not. putting him on my bench in another league as well. It's driving me mad.
0: Yeah, he's just not that sort of name you feel comfortable starting, do you, I suppose.
1: Not
2: you know, but I would tell you, I think he's for. I think he's the top wide receiver in Baltimore. I think I don't see much. They're not using Brown as much. You have Andrews, which I mean, I think with Boyle uh, with Boyle going down, Doyle or Boyle, Doyle. Um. Oh, Nick Boyle, you mean Boyle? Boyle. Um. Yeah. With him going down, I think Andrews is going to get a lot more looks moving forward. Uh. But yeah, I think honestly, I honestly think wide. I think wide receiver wise, I think he's the top wide receiver there in Baltimore. I don't think Brown's doing much.
0: Brown's getting number one corner now and yeah. I don't think he's I don't think he's you know, he's got speed and he's got a good cut on him, but I don't think he's talented enough. You know, he hasn't got the body to really challenge those number one corners as well. I think that's on our ledger, isn't it? It is on the ledger. I can look it up here a little bit,
1: yes.
3: Three, but anyone who sold that is currently in
1: which we're round to be on that bet
3: i'm pretty sure you took him as a wide receiver three
1: <laughs> Probably, sounds about right
0: <laughs> so uh titans is the next one i think this was the ugliest week i've ever seen for titans i mean we play in a titan premium league where um each reception is worth one point five and each first down is worth half a point. I'm looking at tight end one. The 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 tight end twelve, so the back end of tight end one got less than ten points. I'm
1: pretty sure Gronk <laughs> was up there. I'm fairly sure somebody had a
0: bet on that, didn't they? Sorry, oh, tight end one got sweet, ten British. point two points. Um, so here wait, I think yeah, your your bet for Gronk is gonna be good, um, Paul. So this week, in a in a premium scoring league, anyway, Mark Andrews was the tight end one. Um, you know, again, not not amazing, only sixty one receiving yards, but seven receptions on nine targets. Here are some of the other names, and uh, try and keep a straight face when I read these tight end ones. Um, Richard Rogers, <laughs> Pharaoh Brown, who? <laughs> Dan Arnold. Wait, wait who's
2: Pharaoh Brown?
0: <laughs> he plays for the Texans.
2: The Texans sure? have another another tight end? Oh wow.
3: <laughs> filling them out, didn't they?
0: Pharaoh Brown was the tight end eight, and here's his stat line. Two targets, two receptions, <laughs> twenty one yards, one touchdown. Yeah, a touchdown probably. Oh. Wow. that's a tight end eight on the week. That's how much of a um, crapshoot it was at tight end this week. What was the
1: and, what, I wonder what the difference was from, like, fifth down to 20th. <laughs> it's not, not
0: sure a I mean. is it? Some of the right. names that weren't tight end ones that I think disappointed again. Um, and I know I've been let down by some of these. Dallas, Dallas Goddard, four receptions for 33. Darren Waller three for 37 um Robert Tonya well. what's that sorry
1: Paul he dropped uh, yeah should not he did a, yeah should he have been, been
0: one, right? yeah that's true he could have been the Titan one um, other notable names Robert Tounion three for 33 Mike Kaiki two for 40 Eric Ebron two for 38 Trey Burton three for 24 um what are your thoughts on tight end at the moment? Uh, are there any that you feel comfortable starting outside of, say, a even a Waller let you down, but Waller, Kelsey,
1: Hunt, and Mark Andrews? Sorry. Well Honestly, Gronk, I'm generally quite comfortable with just as a, just because of the connection. I think he's kind of a go-to, even though there's a lot of mouths to feed. There, I think he gets enough enough work to give you a in, in tight end premium to get you give you some. Confidence, so that's confidence. an interesting one, because how many targets do
0: you think gronk had this week don't even know how many catches five he had three targets you really Two. Didn't have much he just Two. Had that one. it's the touchdown one He's thing that on does it, help yeah. is he gets he gets targeted in the red zone, but I think as they're making their way up the field,
1: gronk's not really no but I, but I think that's the key for tight end tight ends i think. They're always, they're always, you know, relatively low scoring, and they fundamentally are a bit more red zone touchdown dependent. So, as much as with a wide receiver, I wouldn't really want that. The tight end, I don't, not that I like it, but I don't think you have any choice.
0: So I'm going to tell you who the tight end eleven is. Let's see if any of you know which team he plays for. He's probably popped up on your waiver wise if you've been checking. The name is Durham Smythe. He was oh, the tight yeah. end. <laughs> he, he he vultured or, he vultured a touchdown from my
2: boy Gasecki. I had Gasecki starting in oh, okay. one of my leagues. <laughs> I think I think that was just his touchdown though. I didn't see him I didn't see him use as much, but they do play that two tight end set now since Preston Williams out.
3: I'll tell you yes. i tell
2: you two tight ends to target that's on the waiver wires everywhere. Logan Thomas and, and Jordan Reed moving forward. I think Logan Thomas with Alex Smith, he's getting the looks, he's getting those he's getting he's getting a bunch of targets. And Jordan Reed. I mean, I, again, I think lack of receivers, um, receiving options there. And I mean, he did he did very he filled in very well um, in the beginning before he got injured uh, when uh, Kittle's out. So I think those two guys is who you want to target. I, mean, I think they did fairly well. This this they're pretty. I think they should have been the tight end one. Or, okay.
0: they're both they're both tight end ones. Uh, Logan Thomas and um, Jordan Reed both had six targets actually, so not bad for tight end position. Um, I mean, outside of Andrews, who had nine, six is the highest that anyone's got uh, here. Well, Noah Fant had seven, but he only caught three for 18. Um, you know, so Titans were not... I think one thing people might not realize is, I know it was against the Lions, who are probably one of the worst defenses, but Alex Smith threw for 390 yards. It's yeah. just because he didn't have any touchdowns. You know, that his yeah. stat line wasn't that good. But you you know that that's a team you know he's going to be in probably put up a lot of points even though they got a uh, got a decent defense so um you should see smith throwing the ball around a lot you know cuz there's Keep, only so uh, much gibson can do on the ground
3: talking up, he's available for trade in every league him in cuz i think i own him in every league we're, um but the price is going up boys <laughs> yeah.
2: did, did you hear i'm um, uh, i think he's too expensive now I, I don't believe this but rivera did say um, that uh, Alex Smith could be uh, the future QB for the next two years at least um, in in Washington, but I mean, if Alex Smith wants to play, he did say, but I don't think that's happening.
3: I don't know, man. I think Alex Smith is the is the best quarterback they've got for sure, and um... I,
2: I I agree. I think they have to draft. So I think I think they have a similar situation. Alex Smith uh, may start. Uh, how you know, like how he was in Kansas City with Patrick Holmes, and I think the, I think Washington drafts a QB this round this year. And um he's he's a great teacher. I mean, Mahomes said it and just raved about him.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's been around a long time. He's yeah, he he's perfect for them what they need right now. So yeah, I see him starting the rest of the season and basically they draft a quarterback next year and give them time to learn off of him and then you know, so probably a season and a half, two seasons. Yeah, I can well, see that. that's that
0: that's who Mahomes learned off for the year yep. he sat in the wings. So not a bad strategy. What are your thoughts on the Eagles tight ends? Because for so long, you you know, Zach Ertz was top two, top three tight end. Then you thought Dallas Goddard would be the incumbent and would be next man up. I own Goddard in a few places and I've been really disappointed by him. Do you think that's something to do with him? Or you just think Carson Wentz kind of sucks this year? Or what are your thoughts on that whole Eagles tight end landscape?
3: I think you just overranked him. I, I'm not sure. I think he started off the season pretty well, if you look at it. I think he was all right before he got injured. And then since, since then, he, well, he's had a few down games. But um, yeah, he, he had a terrible weekend, right? But I think it's more, more on Wentz. Went isn't playing particularly well.
2: Yeah, I would probably, I would kind of stay away from there, especially Ertz. I think they're going to activate him this week. Um, and now you have Ertz, Goddard, and Rogers. Um, yeah, that's that's a tough situation there.
0: Okay, moving on to QBs. Then, um, could you guess the two QBs who are up, who are QB ones, who had the least passing yards to achieve that QB one status? Uh,
1: Josh Allen, probably.
3: Aaron Rodgers,
0: the least passing yards.
1: I I would
2: have gone with like someone like Kyler Murray and Josh Allen just because yeah, of that,
3: rush and Kyle as But well. I
2: think Ben Roethlisberger also threw a shitload of touchdowns, and so did Brady. Um,
3: okay. No, but Brady, Brady. I think they had about five hundred total yards of offense, right? So I think Brady. Yeah, but that.
2: I want I want to see because I watched that game. I want to say most of that was on on the ground.
1: Um, I was about to maybe say something really obvious. Like, it's got to be a rushing quarterback, but obviously it has.
3: Daniel uh, Jones, uh, maybe? Allen,
2: you know Allen. Well, see, it can't be Allen because Beasley and um, Diggs had solid numbers. Yeah. But, uh, any any, any receivers that had solid numbers yardage wise for Tampa. And I can't, I don't think Godwin or Evans did. So I'm going to go with Brady because, oh, but I know oh, he had the
3: with kyler because i remember i think kyler ran two in didn't he before... yeah
2: yeah i'm gonna go with kyler for sure because again yeah, so, uh, except for nuke
0: there weren't any of the receivers i'm gonna go brady and kyler Bra-
2: brady and kyler um
3: kyler and
0: uh, i and think kyler kyler and dan jones so you've all picked kyler chiggs is saying daniel jones mo's saying brady and paul who's your second <sighs> let's go lamar oh wait
2: <laughs> daniel jones who's oh
0: Okay. So, Daniel I'm surprised nobody oh. I'm surprised nobody picked the first one because that would have gone for him quite obviously which is Cam Newton um QB12 yeah QB12 on the week uh, in our scoring one passing touchdown uh, one rushing touchdown as well he only had 118 yards in um <laughs> in 13 attempts i knew he didn't so. pass very much but how did he get any points yeah, I I didn't think I'm um, be uh, Rushing one. Yeah, rushing. He got uh, in our league got yeah, twenty point yeah. four points. Uh, he rushed eleven yard, eleven one yards, and a touchdown. And the second one, I don't think I would have guessed. I was very surprised by this because I always perceived them to be quite a pass heavy kind of attack. But Teddy Bridgewater only threw for a hundred and thirty six yards.
3: Hey, I know he ran. Did
0: me as well. He he ran one touchdown and passed two, um, 22.3 points. One of the other ones that surprised me, just looking at the yardage, Justin Herbert, um, only passed for 187 yards. This is someone who's sort of averaged over 300, um, most games. I didn't realize I think that. Mo- me- what was that? Sorry, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, so just just quite surprised by some some of these low passing volumes, but people who are QB ones ultimately. Um, what? Mo, wait, I wait. think you called out Tom Brady, right? Oh uh, yeah, Tom Brady threw for three hundred really? yeah, and forty
1: one. Really? Yeah, I thought you got that wrong. I thought he was thrown everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I, um, okay,
3: uh-huh.
1: I didn't realize he threw for that much. I, I mean, I mean, I was, uh, I I did not realize he threw that much. Yeah, they put a bit of a beating on uh, Carolina, if you remember right. Yeah. I don't like they to bring it up. Us. you're a fan.
0: Who do you think had more rushing attempts? Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, or Cam Newton? Daniel Jones. Dan Jones. An obvious thing would be Kyle Murray, but I'm guessing that's
2: wrong. Probably, Or Kyle Murray or Lamar, but I'm guessing that's wrong. So who was the fourth one? Daniel Dan Jones. Jones. It's probably Daniel Jones, just because the obvious ones, I doubted those.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I went for it. Not because I know it. If I get it right, it's because I went for the one that I thought was not. That
3: was awful. actually a
0: bit of a trick question. Uh, yeah. Kyler, Lamar, and Cam all had 11 rush attempts. Kyler had the most...
3: Uh, it wasn't, basically.
0: <laughs> so,
2: so basically, it. I managed to pick. There was only
3: one wrong answer, and I found it.
2: It, it. it, it was a reverse trick question. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Three out of four are uh, right. A monkey will get this right
3: (laughs) (laughs) most. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) But Daniel Jones did have the
0: most yards. He had 64 uh, rushing yards. So, I mean, I've been low on Daniel Jones all season. Um, In fact, I think his two best games have come against the Eagles, who are supposed to have one of the better rush defences. Is Daniel Jones someone you'd feel comfortable starting in a 1QB league rest of the season?
1: No, um, I gotta look at his. What's the rest of his schedule look like? I can't believe there's there's not in, t- in a ten team league.
3: You know what though? Weeks twelve and thirteen, he's got Cincinnati and Seattle, right? So you you definitely fire him up against Seattle.
2: Oh yeah, I would take that. And then no, then you got Arizona, Cleveland. I would take I'll take the next four weeks. Baltimore, I'll probably sit the final, but yeah, I would take them the next four weeks.
0: Yeah, I think he's just someone who's finding a little bit more of a groove. I think it helps, of course, having the likes of Sterling Shepard back, Golden Tay, Evan Engram. You know, he's finally got receiving group to throw to. Uh, I think Wayne Goldman's actually looking better than um, Devontae Freeman did as well.
1: Uh, yeah. So. so you guys would take him, if you look at who the top, you know, if you take him in the a, in a top 10, Daniel Jones, for the rest of the season.
2: If you didn't have anyone else, I
1: mean, yeah. but well, uh, if it's one, if it's one QB, there's there's a lot of people in front of him. I think. Uh, I, I agree. Tyler I, I, Holmes, I agree. Russell, Rogers, Josh Allen, Herbert, Deshaun, Brady, Tannehill, Big Ben, Lamar, Matt oh, Ryan. Would you, would you, you know, would you
3: take Daniel Jones
1: or Tannehill? I'd say Tannehill. Ooh. Tannehill
3: hasn't been playing particularly
2: well at the moment. I think. I think based on schedule, I'll take Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I wasn't really looking at schedule, but um I still think I'd take well this sounds like a bet. I'll take Tannehill for the rest of the season. I would
3: More Indianapolis, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay.
1: Who are you all taking? I'll take I'll take Tannehill for the rest of the season, average points. I'll probably take
3: yeah, I'll,
2: I'll take Daniel Jones. I'll take Daniel Jones too. Amir, yeah. you want to go with Tana? Who are you taking, Tana or yeah, Daniel Jones? Yeah, going.
1: I'll take
0: Tana Hill then. There
1: we go. All All right. Twenty-five so, uh, fab. How much? Sir?
3: Five each. Fifty. Twenty-five fab. Yeah, yeah that's twenty-five
2: fine. each. All right, we're we doing IDP. Yeah.
3: Let's do um
1: Bumble both leagues.
3: Yeah, both leagues, yeah. okay. Each in, in both So, leagues, fi- and yeah, so you have
1: fifty fab um. I'll tell you what. I hope the interest like isn't too Betfair. much because I have no idea how much how overdrawn I am on these Fab bets. <laughs> uh, you're it's, okay I don't right like now. Not my gentlemen.
0: I think Mo has the biggest exposure. Yeah. Out of,
3: uh, out of everyone. Hey,
2: win big or go home.
3: If you, if you need to make up the shortfall, I'm willing to offer you my my Fab for uh, Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah.
3: That hurts a lot of difference.
0: One of the players I was going to ask. You about because um, had a really disappointing game, I thought anyway. For fantasy, was Derek Carr. What are people's thoughts on Derek Carr for the season? I know it's you know, as a Broncos fan, I know the, the Raiders just sort of ran all over us and they did it all in the running game, but they have got Jacobs, who's arguably one of the best running backs in the league. How comfortable do you feel starting somebody like a Derek Carr in fantasy?
1: Weirdly, I feel more comfortable starting him than I do Daniel Jones, ignoring matchup, but I, I you know, it shouldn't, right? He's he hasn't been as good.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm actually I actually started him in the league I lost by a point. Um he's he's getting the axe, I'm cutting him.
3: Just starting to lean more on what, um, Josh Jacobs, right?
0: And here's a here's a question then. Um Alex Smith. How many passing attempts do you think he had last week? 45, 50, 55, or 60?
2: Wow, really? I mean, he threw for 300, and they're all small little dump-offs. I'm going to go with the higher end of that, higher end of the spectrum.
1: Yeah, I oh, go for 55. I can't be 55,
0: 50. So you're saying 50, Mo's saying 60. So Alex Smith actually threw fifty-five times, thirty-eight completions for three hundred and ninety yards. The next highest I can see is Joe Burrow with forty attempts. Oh
1: wow!
0: So um, I mean, Riverboat Ron is uh, going all out with the uh, with the. I was going to say Redskins. There, it's the football team. (laughs) And then on the flip side. I guess it's not really fair to look at Drew Brees, but some of the other QBs we've just been discussing. Cam Newton, 17 pass attempts. Teddy Bridgewater, 24. Tua, Tua only had 25, so less than half of the passing attempts that an Alex Smith did last week. What have you made of Tua so far, particularly from a fantasy perspective?
2: I'll I, I tell you one thing. When he throws left-handed, it throws me off. Um, I'm like, are oh, you going the wrong way? You're gonna get hit. Oh no! Um, uh, um, I I think I think I like him. I mean, I I think he's look he's looked great. Um, lack of weapons too. Um, I mean, I watched that game last. uh this you know on Sunday, and his 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 throws are
0: very accurate. What I really like is that he gets the ball out of his hands really quick. that like, too, yeah. that, that motion is is rapid, you know. And um, I think this may be the last small window you might have to try and get tour in like super flex leagues but most likely he's going to be owned by someone who was not very good last year they're in a rebuild so I think I think it's going to be hard to acquire someone like a tour. He's in, hard to uh,
1: get right, He's he had quite a lot of hype well a lot of hype before the season someone's picked him up early and he, he didn't start off that strong either, he's, I mean his first game was okay but it wasn't amazing, I think he's popped a little bit and you know, it's just that age is a good thing in a dynasty, right?
2: Well, here's you know, let me ask you this question then: would, Are you
1: starting Tua now
2: over Daniel Jones or Tannehill?
1: I would still start uh, Tannehill at Tannehill. the moment, but I probably would if it's rest of season. I'll start him over Daniel Jones. I think.
2: Oh, really? That- so you're ranking Daniel Jones at the bottom, and yeah. Tua uh, in between them two. Huh?
1: What about you, Amir? I just think this uh, the The tools he's got are stronger. I I agree with that, yes.
0: Yeah, I think two are above Jones or Tannenhill. And it's a bit of a toss-up, but I think I have to take Tannenhill because I think he's got the better weapons than Daniel Jones. Um, And by having the better running back, I think it gives him more of a chance of being effective in the play-action game as well. Totally agree. So that's where I stand. Although Daniel Jones is in a... You know he's got a. I mean, Giants have got a good defense, but not as good as the Titans, and I think they're going to be behind more and forced to throw more. So, opportunity is going to. But um, I think that's going to be an interesting bet we've got. I think it's going to be fairly close, for for the rest of the season. And then QB one, QB two on the week was actually Brady and Big Ben. I think we've discussed this before. Would you have any nervousness for? trading for any of those guys let's say giving up a first if you think having that second qb could help you win now what say that again i'm sorry giving up what, what? would give up giving up a first to get brady and big ben as say your second qb in a um
1: in a um, super flex um, yeah i would do that i would for brady for sure I probably big be ben as well but i would definitely i would yeah i would do it for both yep
0: I think you could argue it, it, those it depends two are on are the position right best weapons in the whole league right when you think yeah. um but i Tom think it depends on where got... you are right you've got to be win now oh yeah oh, it has correct to be. correct yeah you Absolutely. have to be only win now correct yeah if you if you think your first is going to be anywhere between nine and 12 i i, I think you have to you should give up the first to try and get one of those guys um because that could put you over
3: I think. Well, I think Mo, you're probably in that situation in TBC. Right? Uh, you haven't oh, a...
2: I've inquired. I've inquired to a couple of people. I am yeah. inquired to a couple of people. I'm looking at all the aging veteran quarterbacks. I have inquired to, except for Alex Smith. Sorry, Jigs. <laughs> <It's there. laughs> so, who, who well, do you rather have, Alex Smith or Phil Rivers? Um. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. I got to look at the schedule. That's a tough one.
1: Um,
0: because I, 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 I am not sold on Rivers. At I'm not on rivers either.
2: Uh, he's
1: yeah.
3: been disappointing. He's he's been better in the last few weeks, but I agree. I I can't trust him.
2: I'm hoping uh, Minchu comes back to help me out, but um, I've made some inquiries about some aging QBs. Um, unfortunately, no one really knows whether they're out or in. And Brew- <laughs> Breeze was one of my talks, but he's out of the question now. So um, uh, I mean, he might miss the whole playoff uh uh the playoff uh, uh the fantasy playoffs uh game. So
3: is if you look at Rivers' schedule right so he's got green bay tennessee houston vegas and houston and then pittsburgh it's a pretty nice schedule green bay is not nice bay- on the pass oh, yeah oh, but
0: green bay probably. can't defend the run so i think they're gonna I, I think that's an opportunity for jonathan taylor to try and get in the good books again uh, not that i don't think i'll be starting him but i think this is his opportunity Okay, one we, last question then to round off the week. Um, which of these do you think had the most rushing... Or No, let's say, who do you think had the least rushing yards out of Big Ben, Matt Stafford, Tua, and Phil Rivers? The least rushing yards? Least For rushing second, yards. Big Ben. Big Ben, Matt Stafford, Tua, and Phil Rivers. Actually, let's say most. Who do you think had the most rushing yards?
1: I'll say Big Ben had the least. I'm
2: going, to say, I'm going to say almost Philip Rivers. I thought he ran in for a touchdown or something. I, I, I don't remember Tua running at all. Big Ben's got two broken knees, but, I mean, he's also – I can see him rushing a little bit. I'm going to go with Philip Rivers as the most. Yeah, <laughs> and Paul. <we'll... laughs> this is going to be another reverse trick question. Yeah,
0: I They're all identical except for freaking Rivers. <laughs> I think Stafford had the most they are all identical except for tour <laughs> tour had six attempts for minus one yards whereas rivers big ben and stafford all had zero rushing yards <laughs> big ben... <laughs> big ben had one one attempt for zero so i don't what remember the play but he must have been stuffed trying to uh yeah trying to rush it so yeah Tua six carries for minus one there but uh, if you play in a league where you get points for carries then you're gonna be uh plus on the whole okay that was uh, week 10 in the bags Um, thought it was a nice sort of twist and trying to look at how players finish I think if I've learned anything from this week is that tight ends is a total crapshoot unless you own Travis Kelsey maybe Andrews or Waller but outside of that (laughs) you could probably just close your eyes and pick one to start so anyway that's me signing out for now Mo giddy up
1: Paul good luck on Sunday guys
0: and jigs.
3: Yeah, thanks.